Hey there guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one of those show where we talk about all things movies, videos, comic books, television, and all that sorts of good stuff. And uh, yeah, we are got, got a pretty packed episode today. Got a pretty, pretty packed episode. Um, got a lot of Q&A questions. We're going to review uh, the newest Con- the Conjuring film, which I haven't had a chance to talk about um, publicly yet. But I am going to talk about it. Um, and I've got three big movie news topics. Um... So let's not waste any time. Um, by the way, I will let you guys know. I finally have shot my channel update video, and it's going to go up this weekend. I, I, I it's gonna go up this weekend. I haven't even had a chance to edit the damn, the damn thing. I've been so incredibly busy. Um, so, but I will indeed uh, try to get that edited for you uh, this weekend, and possibly up by Sunday night. You'll probably see it by Sunday night. So that's the goal. It is going to be up. Don't worry. I've already shot it. It's already done. Now it's got to be edited and uploaded. So um, uh, there's also going to be brand. There's also a brand new episode of Avatar: The After Show. Uh, we review uh, episode two of season two, titled "The Cave of Two Lovers." So definitely make sure you guys go and check that out. And then there's also a brand new episode of uh, the Legendary Podcast premiering tomorrow uh, at 6 p.m. We're going to be reviewing the season, the, the premiere. Loki has finally premiered this past week. And we're going to talk about it in spoiler fashion, so definitely make sure you guys go. You guys have had plenty of time to check out the episode, hopefully, but if you haven't, make sure you watch that episode. Otherwise, you're going to get spoiled. So let, so, um, but that will be on the Web Streams podcast, which will premiere tomorrow. Right now, we got the Zeke Sedzo Show, so let's go ahead and get right into it, and let's talk about the movie news segment. Uh, this is where we're just going to take three movie news topics, and we're going to break them down and analyze each and every single one of them. So, the first one we got uh, is something that dropped pretty much out of nowhere. Like, literally, it dropped on James Wan's Instagram, but Aquaman 2, uh, the sequel to Aquaman, has uh, gotten an official title. And it will be titled Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, so kind of having a little bit of an Indiana Jones vibe with the title there. Um, let's see. Uh, let, let me go to the actual post here. Um, so basically James uh, uh, James Wan uh, shared this image of a production meeting. Um, and the title was on that, uh, was on a computer screen. So it's... Uh, but it was, but it, it was, it came with a logo and everything. Like, like that's, that's, that's just funny to me is that he has a computer screen that has a logo, that has a logo and everything on it. That's, I don't know why that's funny to me. Um, but, um, production, pre-production, uh, is underway on the film. Uh, and James Wan, of, of course, I almost said James Gunn, uh, James Wan, uh, posted, uh, this image, um, of the Aquaman title, um, a little bit of a black and white feel, um, hoping it's hinting that we might get a darker tone for Aquaman, which is kind of something I wanted from the first one, um, but anyway, uh, if they decide, so, let's go ahead and talk about this, let's, let's, let's talk about this, um, this title here, first of all, I love the title, I really do love the title, I think it's, sounds cool it sounds like it's going to be like this epic um uh, 
this really epic story. Um, and it sounds like they're going to go even bigger than they did in the first one. Um, me personally, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I honestly thought it was very poorly constructed as a screenplay. Um, I think the, I thought Jason Momoa was fantastic. I thought, um, I thought visually the movie was amazing, like a visual just spectacle to look at. Um, but the, it, the, the story needed a lot of work. Um, I don't know who's writing this one. I, I hope it's James, I hope James Gunn, uh, not James Gunn, why am I doing, why do I keep doing this? Um, I hope James Wan, um, is writing the sequel. Hold on, now I gotta, we'll see. Uh, okay, but who's writing this one? You know what? Why don't I just go to IMDb? Why don't I just look it up on IMDb? Okay. So I'm doing this from my tablet here, so it's gonna be a little. Aquaman 2. Well, I guess IMDb hasn't changed the title yet. Uh, okay, here we go. So, okay, it's, I believe this is the same person who wrote the first, yep, that's the same person who wrote the first one. Oh, boy. Um, did he write anything else? Oh, he wrote The Conjuring 2. So that's, that's a good sign, hopefully. <laughs> um, but he also wrote the third Conjuring film, which we'll get into. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But I don't know. I, I just hope this movie goes in a semi-different direction. Because I don't know how... Look, I don't mind if a movie wants to go for a fun tone. I don't, I don't mind if my movies... I don't mind if movies want to go in a... Obviously, my favorite movie of all time is a movie that embraces its fun it's fun tone. Like, The Mummy 1999 is my favorite movie of all time, and that movie is a whole load of fun. But, for me, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, personally, what I wanted out of Aquaman, I feel like I wanted that darker tone. I feel like I wanted a more epic, a more godlike approach to Aquaman. Just because that's what I love about the DC characters as a whole is that the D, like the what makes a DC character so incredibly different from the Marvel characters is that they are viewed in the comics. I'm not saying in real life, but in the comics they are viewed as gods. I mean, going so far as to, you know, and and they're based on myths. You know, Aquaman, the King of Atlantis. You know, um, Wonder Woman. You know. Is is birthed out of Greek out of mythology, you know. Um, so it's it, you know even um even Shazam, like Shazam is based on, uh, you know, on mythology gods. So it's like, for me, I feel like 
I wanted Aquaman to embrace more of that, and that's what I kind of liked about um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is that they did embrace that. Um, they embraced the fact that these characters they're not just they're not like the Avengers where they're just you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I lo- I'm a huge. You guys know how big of a Marvel fan I am. I am a huge Marvel fanboy. But one thing I appreciate about DC and why I think that makes them so different from Marvel is that their approach to their superheroes is different from the way... See, Marvel portrays their superheroes as monsters. You know, these good people who were just transformed by something, you know, by something that altered them as as people, you know. Um, that's very much a trope that was taken from, you know, monster movies like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Frankenstein, and stuff like that. DC took their approach, their approach with their characters was more of, they are, a lot of the characters are gods. You know, their approach is more of the, the godlike, um, uh, mythology for, uh, you know, is, is the, is the approach that they took with their characters. And that's what I kind of like, and that's what I hope we get in Aquaman. I hope we get that 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 feel, um, because that's what I feel like Shazam nailed very very well, and that's why I feel like um, uh, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League nailed very very well is viewing these characters the way they are viewed in the comics. Because in the comics, again, in the comics, and I know the comics and movies are very very different. I know I got to separate those two, but Again, in the comics, I feel like the characters are viewed a lot of as, you know, gods and myths and legends and stuff like that, you know? Going so far as to even even in um, even in the Batman films, the, the Christopher Nolan Batman films, they, they got that pretty much. Like having people think, Oh, is he does he even exist? Is he even real? You know, is Batman even real? You know? Um and you know, I think Matt Reeves is going to understand that with the Batman, with his Batman movie, is that you know Batman is kind of a character that that people question that even exists. You know, is he even real? Does he, well, does he even exist and stuff like that? So, but anyway, um, but no, I I really like the title of Aquaman. Um, I'm really I am intrigued to see this, and of course I'm going to go see this movie in, in theaters. Of course I'm going to go see it in theaters. Um, that is, if if it does end up in theaters, because DC's been saying, "Oh, we're gonna throw a lot of movies on HBO Max." We'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that in the Q and A portion. All right, let's talk about the next movie news topic, and that is this: uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, uh, ha- uh, WB Animation has announced an anime film uh, called uh, uh, based. Uh, it's set in the Lord of the Rings world, but it's called the War. Of Rohirrim, uh, and will tell the story of King Hammerhead of Rohan. Um, let's see. Uh, now it is, it is set 250 years before the Battle of Helm's Deep, which was, of course, the big battle at the end of uh, Two Towers. Um, the film will tell the bloody history of the fortress's founder, King. Uh, Helm Hammerhead of Rohan. Um, and this uh, film is in the works with uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance creator of with the creators of uh, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, which was awesome. And I'm so 
I'm frustrated at Netflix that the fact that they canceled that show. It needs a season two. I freaking loved it. <clears throat> anyway, um, and then um, now Peter Jackson is not involved, but the project reportedly has the the. The Hollywood Reporter went so far as to say that the project apparently has his blessing. So, um, which is fine. I don't. I don't really need Peter Jackson to um, be involved in Lord of the Rings anymore. I mean, I love. I love what he did with the original trilogy, but let's keep in mind Peter Jackson also gave us the Hobbit trilogy, which uh, we might not want to talk about those. Um, but what do I think of this? This actually sounds interesting to me. I've always wanted to see Lord of the Rings spinoff films based on other parts of Middle Earth. Um, I was always fascinated to see kind of like the history of this of this world, of Middle Earth. Um, that's part of the reason why um, um, I would be okay if Warner Brothers decided to make a Lord of the Rings cinematic universe because I think it would be awesome to go down that rabbit hole of, of um, showing you the history of this world, you know? Um, that to me would be um, would be fascinating, um, and the fact that it's going to tell this history of Helm's Deep and 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 the uh, the the person who founded that that fortress it it just it's going to be so interesting, and the fact that it's going to be done as an anime is very fascinating, and the style um, of an anime. I hope this feels like. Um, Hmm. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of an anime film that looks that visual. I mean, the one the one that comes to mind is Demon Slayer and how visually the 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 movie and show for the most part the movie. Uh, I'm but I'm gonna point specifically to the movie how visually stunning that movie looked. If we can get something along the lines of that in a Lord of the Rings type, in a Lord of the Rings anime story, sign me up. I'm 100% there for it. So, um, yeah, that is pretty um, exciting. That's very, very, very exciting. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and get to the final news topic of this. And this one's pretty exciting. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion will be revealing an exclusive look. Um, the first footage of the film will premiere in front of Fast 9. Now, I have heard that the footage that will be shown is going to be something that takes place in the past. But let me see if I can bring this up here. Yeah, so, so Universal released this uh, poster uh, for Jurassic World. Uh, it's a poster of a mosquito. Um, uh, looks like he's dr uh, drinking the blood out of a, out of a dinosaur, um, which is a nod to the first film where they explain that's how they were able to clone dinosaurs was through um, the mosquitoes. Um, and let's see. Uh, and and there's a tagline that says it all started here. Um, and then on the bottom of the poster, it does it does say. Experience a special extended preview of Jurassic World Dominion with Fast 9 only in IMAX. So that is pretty exciting. Um, it's exciting for two different reasons. Uh, number one, uh, I had bought my tickets for Fast 9 
about two or three weeks ago. <laughs> I have my tickets for Fast 9 in IMAX. Um, let's see if... Because uh, I got my I got my ticket right here. Um, yep, I got it for IMAX. It's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, because I'm just excited with the fact that they're actually going to show footage. Because I've been very... I'll be honest with you. Although I... Although I really liked Jurassic World, I wasn't a huge fan of Fallen Kingdom. You guys know this. I, I did a Throwback Thursday episode on it. I hated, hated, hated Fallen Kingdom. Um, in fact, Fallen Kingdom actually has one of my favorite stories in a movie theater that I have to bring Robert on to share at some point. I have to bring Robert back on the show so that he can share that, so he can share his point of view of that story. Um, but, um, I was not a huge fan of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Hated that movie. I hope, considering that this one's going to be directed by Colin Trevorrow, and because apparently this is the movie he's wanted to make the entire time, even though that, that really makes no sense. I was just like, that, that never made sense to me, because I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to go off on this, but, um... Colin Trevorrow in an interview after Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom came out was like, oh yeah, the third film is the movie I wanted to make the entire time, but you needed two movies to earn it. Wait, so, are you telling me these movies, are you telling me these two movies were just setups? Are they just stepping stone movies? Is that what we've, we've come to now? We've come to a point where now even the Jurassic Park franchise feels like they need to be stepping stone movies. Like, like the first one, the first Jurassic World movie worked on its own. You know, it was very interesting. It was very different, uh, and it was interesting to see um, the park, you know, open and you know, seeing how the the repercussions of that. And Fallen Kingdom, I think, could have been interesting. If they had just kept the entire movie on the island, you know? For me, I feel like the movie would have been better if... Either two two things, okay? Either one, if they kept the movie on the island and focused on the volcano stuff. Or, if they moved the, um, the dinosaurs to, like, this big giant uh, zoo-like area with this big dome. And had the characters running around it. You know, and that's where you put the Indo wrapper. Like that to me would have been more interesting than saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put them in a mansion, then we're gonna auction auction them off, and we're gonna bring back the military support, which is stupid as hell." I really hope, gosh, Colin Trevorrow, please, if you're listening to this, you're probably not listening to this, but Colin Trevorrow, if you are listening to this, don't bring back the damn mil. Stop bringing in the damn military support. We don't care for it. It makes no sense to have raptors going into caves and fight terrorism. That doesn't make the, that, that doesn't work. That doesn't make any sense because you're gonna you mean to tell me the raptors are gonna be sitting there and if a soldier just right next to him is like dying and bleeding out, you mean to tell me that raptor is not gonna smell blood and go, ooh, yummy. No, I'm sorry, but no, that's not how it would work. <laughs> um, 
that raptor is gonna eat anything it sees. Um, anyway, but going back to Jurassic World Dominion, very excited the fact we're gonna get this extended footage. Um, I wonder if they're gonna do what they did with um, Star Wars The Force Awakens, where Star Wars The Force Awakens had their first teaser trailer showed in theaters and then literally immediately after they dropped the teaser online. I wonder if they're gonna drop that extended footage online um, for the rest of the world to see. Obviously, I wanna, I'm gonna wait until, um, I'm gonna wait until I see Fast 9 just to watch the footage for, for Jurassic World Dominion. Um, because I want to see this. I want to see this. I want to see what this movie's gonna look like on the biggest screen possible. So, but um, but yeah, no, I really like the poster. I think it's great. Um, and the movie is, you know, scheduled for a release exactly one year from yesterday. So yesterday was June tenth. The movie's coming out on June tenth, twenty twenty-two. So that that will be. Pretty fun. That'll be pretty fun. All right. So with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and review a movie. Uh, we are going to review The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, this is the third film in the Conjuring franchise. It's the first one in the franchise not directed by James Wan. Um, James Wan obviously directed the first two films. Uh, they were really good, really great movies. I love them. Um, this third one, though, um, having watched it i only watched i've only seen it the one time and i'll probably only see it the one time because i'll be honest with you uh i'm not a huge fan of here's here's the thing guys and i'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. i'm not a huge fan of um demon possession horror films that's not my my type of horror film that i like i like um either uh, like the i like the horror films like uh halloween or like, um, like the, uh, or like you know the mummy films where it's like kind of like deals more with the with the afterlife and the undead. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of. Oh my 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 sister woke up and now she's possessed by a demon. I'm not a fan of that kind of, of that kind of horror film. It's just never been interesting to me. Um, obviously, there have been films that have done it well, like The Conjuring one and two. Um, the Exorcist, but it, for me, they all just seem to be the same movie. They just seem to be the same movie. Someone gets possessed, and then there's a bunch of jump scares. Someone gets possessed, there's just a bunch of jump scares. It that they all just feel like the same movie, and at some point, it just gets old and tiring. But the reason why I went to see this one is because I really liked the first two movies, directed by James Wan. This movie is feeling his absence because this movie for me now I did like I did I did overall really like the movie. I liked it. But this movie felt more like um this movie felt more like uh the the Curse of La Llorona. Now, it's not nearly as bad as the Curse of La Llorona. But that's what this movie felt like to me. It just felt like a movie that doesn't know what those other two movies were. Um, and like th those first two movies, um, 
one things I liked about them was that they weren't just focusing on the scares, is that they focused a lot on the character. This one is primarily the obviously the primary job of a horror film is to scare you. That's the primary job of any horror film you see. But I feel like the best horror films are the ones that scare you, but the ones that give you great character. Like, example, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. That movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. One of the reasons is, is because, number one, it scares the crap out of you in several, several scenes. But number two, it, it gives you good characters, and it gives you a good um, underlying message and underlying themes. And I feel like what this movie fails to miss is just like, we're just, we're, our job here is to just scare you. That is our only job here. We're not going to focus too much on character. We do get a little bit of character development between um, Ed and Lorraine uh, Warren, uh, played by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. We get a little bit of development between those two. But other than that, um, like the, 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 you know, the movie's called The Devil Made Me Do It, and it's based on the quote unquote devil made. The, the quote devil made me do it trial um and the for a movie called the devil made me do it it doesn't focus enough on the trial like you get one scene you get a couple scenes in between but for the most part the movie just feels like uh almost like um almost like knives out but in the conjuring universe that's almost what it feels like and to me that just became uninteresting after a while um and i don't know if i if i like that i i i liked the first two movies because to me again they focused on character not just the the warrens but the other characters in the movie had very good development. But this one, again, the primary focus of this one was, oh, we're just here to scare you. That's what we're here for. That's what our job is. And to me, it just, um, it just felt, um, I don't know. It, it just wasn't the type of movie for me. I, I really wanted to love this movie. I went into this movie wanting to love it because I really loved um, I really loved uh, the first two. I feel like James Wan should have come back and direct this, directed this film. You know, do work on Aquaman after you direct The Conjuring Three, but this movie was missing his his presence, um, and needed they needed a better director to come in and, and work on this film. Um, uh, but again, overall, I can I can say it was enjoyable enough. Um, I can also say it it, it scared it scared me a couple times. <laughs> um, um, it 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 did freak me out a couple times. Um, I was able to eventually get over it because you know <laughs> it's a freaking movie. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah it. There's a couple really good scares, but overall, I don't know. If if you're not a fan of these types of movies, don't watch it. Just, just don't watch it. Um, if you if you're if you loved the first two Conjuring films, and you've loved this actual actually, if you love the Conjuring cinematic universe as a whole, I mean, I know there's been some 
crappy films in this cinematic universe like Annabelle and The Nun and The Curse of La Llorona. But if you're a fan of this universe, then go check it out. Go check it out. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. But just speaking as someone who um, really loved the first two, I wanted to love this movie, but I didn't love it. I, I liked it. I liked it fine. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give The Conjuring... On my show notes here, I put a 7 out of 10, but I don't even think I can give it a 7. I think I've got to give it a 6. i got to give it a 6 out of 10. Um, to me, it, it, it was fine, but I just, wa- I just expected a little more out of it. Just because those first two Conjuring movies were just so good. This to me felt like the felt like um, it, again not as bad as the Curse of La Llorona, but it is probably on par with um, probably on par with Annabelle Comes Home, which I also thought was fine, you know. Um, but anyway, so that is um, our my review for the Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, I would again, I would be interested to hear what your thoughts were on it. Um, but yeah, uh, um, okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna go ahead and get into the Q&A segment, so don't go anywhere guys, the Zeke Setzer Show, we'll be right back after these, uh, quick commercial breaks. What is up guys, it is me, Zeke the Geek here, and I am the host of the best podcast on you on the internet called the Zeke Said So Show. If you are a fan of the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, then go to the Zeke Said So Show where we talk about movies, video games, comic books, uh, t- you know anything, anything and everything. We talk, we talk about it. I'm joined by uh, some guests, including the including Robert the Ghostwriter Martinez and that one kid, or. Whoever want, whoever else wants to be on my podcast, they are welcome to join. I am joined by one guest, or sometimes it will just be me by myself. And you and you guys get to join us as I take your questions. After I talk about three movie news topics, we're talking about all things nerd stuff, nerd related and geek related. So if you are a fan of movies, television, video games, and comic books, and much much more. Go, go start listening to the Zeke Said So Show on Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. that is where it can be found. Zeke Said So Show, Anchor Podcast, go check it out. Alright guys, uh, now it is time for the Q&A portion of uh, the show. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, thoughts on the new Space Jam 2 trailer? I really liked it. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I am not a huge fan of LeBron James right now. Um, I I'll be honest. I think he's been doing a lot of really stupid things. Um, I'm not gonna go too much in depth on it, but I will say I'm glad the Lakers aren't going just because I have I really um I really really hated some of the things he's 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 done and said as uh, the past couple the past couple months. So I, I'm really not a huge fan of LeBron James right now. Um, so my interest in Space Jams 2 has unfortunately been... Uh, my interest in seeing Space Jams 2, I should say, has, has very much been lessened. Um, uh, has pretty much dropped for me because I am just 
not a huge fan of what he's doing right now. Um, but uh, as for the trailer, I thought the trailer was funny. I thought it was it was so funny. One of my favorite jokes from that trailer was um, uh, it was the um, the moment where um, uh, Wiley e. Coyote has the machine. And all of a sudden he gets sucked into it, and there's and it's printing out multiple Wiley Coyotes. He just puts up the signs. What have I done? <laughs> um, that that to me was pretty funny. That was a good joke. And then the other one was, um, come on guys, Grandma's having a martini at halftime. <laughs> I don't know what that 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 cracked me up too. Um, okay. Uh, oh, here's a fun one. Uh, what is your favorite memory revolving around movies? I have a lot, but one of my favorite ones, and it's not really revolving around a particular movie or a movie theater experience, it actually has something to do with um, a field trip that I got to go on a couple years ago with uh, my video production class. Um, I remember I went to Universal Studios in 2018, um, and that was cool because we, we got to do like a... What was it? We got to do like a really cool uh, VIP tour, right? And it was it was it was it's very much for those if any of you guys who've um, who've been on the the studio tra- the studio tour, um, it's very similar. The VIP part of it is very similar. Instead, what they do is they take you off of it and they allow you to walk around like the the backdrops and stuff like that. Um, but one of my favorite parts of that tour was they took us into this room where all the props and costumes are, and I saw um, I saw uh, the uh, the Book of the Dead from the from the Mummy, and my gosh, they would not let us take pictures inside that room. But my gosh, I wanted a picture so gosh darn badly i i wanted a picture of that thing so gosh darn badly but they would not let us take pictures in that room um i was like please please let me take a picture of this i i I at least want a picture if i can't have the thing of if i can't have the book of the dead i at least just want the picture of it (laughs) um because you guys know the mummy is my favorite movie of all time um and just and also just getting a a chance to walk around there, uh, walk oh, oh around the a little bit of around of the. I actually have pictures of it that I um, that I've shared um, on my on my personal social media account. But um, but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, they even took us off the the when when we stopped at the um, the War of the Worlds thing, the the airplane crash from War of the Worlds. They even let us walk around that. I even got pictures of that, um, which, again, it's it's um, that was a really really fun experience. Uh, just as somebody who loves movies and appreciates the the making of certain movies and the fact that Universal Studios has made some of my favorite movies of all time, uh, for me, it was just an incredible incredible experience just to be able to walk that walk around there and um yeah it was it was amazing what can i say it was just absolutely incredible um okay let's go ahead and um move on to the next question uh 
Thoughts on the cast for DC's Super Pets. I was hoping someone would bring it up. Um, I wanted to make this one of the movie news topics, but I was like, I'm sure someone will bring it up. But man, thank you, sir, for bringing it up. Yes, we got a uh, we got our first. First of all, we got a we got to look at a little bit of the animation for DC's uh, League of Super Pets, um, and we got a bit of the casting. So um, we only know who's. Uh, we only know um, who's playing the characters for two actors. Um, this was confirmed last week, but Dwayne Johnson will be voicing Crypto, the super dog. Um, and then we got a, a cast for Ace the Bat Hound, and Ace the Bat Hound will be voiced by Kevin Hart, which is incredible. Like I, I, I'm really excited for that. That that's exciting for me. Um, joining the cast, we got. Um, uh, an actress uh, named Vanessa uh, Vanessa Bayer, uh, Natasha, uh, is it Leon? 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 Okay. Uh, Diego Luna, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, the director of A Quiet Place. Um, yes, or or for, as some of you may know him as Jim Halpert, uh, voicing uh, is going to be in Super Pets, and the amazing. The, the man, the myth, the legend, the absolute bad A mother effer in the movie industry, Keanu Reeves is also going to be in DC's League of Super Pets. So that, this cast is very, is very awesome. Um, it's just by the sounds of the cast, um, and by the sounds of the cast, I mean like, you know, Kevin Hart, John Krasinski, Kate McKinnon. It sounds like they're going to go for a very comedic edge with this film, which is something I was kind of hoping they would do because, let's be honest, whenever when this movie was first announced, everyone just thought, really? A Super Pets movie? You're going to do a Super Pets movie. But yet again, people also were like, really? You're going to do a Spider-Verse movie? <laughs> that movie's gonna suck and that movie ended up winning best animated film so there's that um, now I'm not saying this movie's gonna be like the next I'm not saying this movie's gonna be Spider as good as Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse but I'm just saying we should not doubt um, we should not doubt something until we actually see it um, but I really love the cast um, for me it makes sense why Kevin Hart is gonna be uh, Ace the Bat Hound because the Rock and uh, Kevin Hart have become very close friends um, since working together on Central Intelligence, which I'm actually, I got the poster for Central Intelligence. Uh, Kevin Hart is actually staring into my soul right now. Um, but but I, uh, yeah, I really love this uh, cast and I cannot wait to see more from this movie. All right. Uh, do you think WB slash DC is showing a lack of confidence in Blue Beetle? Yes, absolutely yes. Um, I'm glad somebody brought this up. So Blue Beetle was confirmed to be going straight to HBO Max instead of going to theaters. Um, this once again just highlights the lack of confidence that DC has in their lesser known characters. Um, the fact that Marvel is able to make an Ant-Man movie and make and have that movie be so successful, yet DC believes that a Blue Beetle movie is not going to make a bunch of money? What? That makes no sense. You know? 
why don't you do what Marvel does? Put your lesser known characters out there. Get them, uh, have them gain exposure. And then, you know, then people will be like, oh, I saw that in a theater. Maybe I want to go, maybe I want to go check out the comics now. Because I'll tell you what, that's what I did when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time. Guardians of the Galaxy was one of those movies where I, as soon as I saw it, I immediately wanted to read all the source material. You know? Like, imagine if you could have had that with Blue Beetle and now that's gone. Because we need more content for HBO Max. Bullshit. You need more content for HBO Max. Okay? We don't... Blue Beetle is one of those characters that I believe should have gotten a theatrical release. Number one, because just for representation's sakes, I mean, there's a, you know, he is um, a, um, uh, uh, a uh, you know, Latin American superhero. And to have that representation on the big screen could have been what Shang-Chi is going to be for the, for the Asian American audience. Or what Black Panther was for the African-American audience, you know? This huge kind of, um, this, this sign of finally we are, we are showing you different cultures and different um, race and ethnicities in the comic book movie genre. And that's awesome. And we're not going to get that. Well, we're going to get it, but we're going to get it on HBO Max. Which just demoralized the entire thing. Also, the fact is, for me, Blue Beetle was such an interesting character. I feel like you could have made a movie and put it on the big screen, and it could have been successful. You know, I'm the I'm a fan of the Blue Beetle character, and he and I think if you would have given it this, uh, anyway, it makes me so mad. <laughs> it just makes me so mad that DC decided to do this. All right, let's move on here. Uh, did you see the new trailer slash poster for Free Guy? I did watch the new trailer and I did see the poster. Um, I'm I'm I've already been on board with this movie, so I just I, August cannot get here soon enough. Um, all right, uh, have you ever been to San Diego Comic Con or D23? Um, no, I have not been to either one of them. I do want to go to one of those two, uh, particularly D23. I would really love to go to a D23 uh, one day. Uh, what is your favorite movie soundtrack? Uh, that one is pretty easy for me. That one, uh, I would have to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and I will go with the... Probably the first one. Because the first one has some of the songs that I really love. I, you know, the... You know, Come and get your love. Or, um... Hooked on a feeling. do 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 Anyway, um... <laughs> uh, so yeah um, those are the ones I, that's the one I gotta go with uh, have you seen the film American Psycho if so what are your thoughts um, I have seen American Psycho it's an amazing incredible film um, I honestly think it's Christian Bell's it might be Christian Bell's best performance honestly for me it might be his best performance uh, I love the movie it's fantastic it's incredible it's honestly a really fun little dark comedy um, um like for me, I view it. I, I view it that way. Some people may not view it as a dark comedy, but I do view it a little bit as a dark as a dark comedy. So, all right. Next uh, question here. What are what announcements or footage are you expecting to see at DC Fandom? Well, I'm expecting to see a full on tra a, a full 
full trailer for uh, the Batman. I am expecting to see footage from the Flash, footage from Black Adam, and I'm hoping we can get some news and announcements on a on a new Superman movie with Henry Cavill, or an announcement that we're getting we're going to get a Justice League too. I would that's kind of what I would hope we see. But again, I'll just go with whatever they're about, whatever they're gonna show us. Um, so yeah, that will be exciting. All right. Um, do you think the Jurassic World franchise should continue after Dominion? Uh, oh boy. Um, as far as theatrically released feature films, no, no. I think this should be the the last feature film in the Jurassic World franchise. I wouldn't mind though if they wanted to do short films and like release those online, you know, like like what they did with Battle of Battle at Big Rock. Is that what is that what the short was called? Battle of Big Rock? I think that's what it was called. If they want to do more stuff like that, I'd be totally down for it. I mean obviously we got the Camp uh, uh, Cretaceous um show. Um, which I'm hearing that season three is the best, so I might actually get back into watching it. Um, let's see. I want Universal Studios to announce a live-action Jurassic World, Jurassic Park series on um, on Peacock. I really think they should, considering that they have their own streaming service. They could just announce it. Um, it's like the perfect the perfect marketing strategy for your streaming service, you know. Hey guys, make sure you guys go subscribe to Peacock because we're we got a Jurassic Park series. We're getting a live action Jurassic Park series on Peacock like that. That just would be that. It'd just be awesome. It'd be awesome. Um, okay, and the final question is, Zeke, why do you hate the Secret Life of Pets, the Secret Life of Pets franchise? I mean, it is, it is a family franchise, and it's been pretty successful. And that's my problem. Uh, there, <laughs> anyway. Um. Okay, I'm gonna. Here is why I hate the Secret Life of Pets. Okay, here's why I hate the entire franchise, the the Secret Life of Pets movies as a whole. Okay, look, I understand. They are family. They are made for fam. They are family made movies. I I understand that. You know, you need something there entertain the kids. Not every animated film has to be made for me. Okay, I understand it. Not every animated film has to be Spider Man and the Spider Verse or Inside Out or Coco. It. Not every animated film has to be that. I. So. But. I at least want an animated film, if it's not going to be that, at least have it be original, because those movies aren't original. They're just rip-offs. That's what they are. The first one is a straight rip-off of Toy Story 1 and 2. And the, uh, the second one is a rip-off of another, of Toy Story 2 and 3. Uh, I mean, Toy Story 3 and 4. You know? 
It just they don't they it's like they don't they're they're not they're not providing anything there's nothing original about these movies. They're just straight copies of animated films that have been successful in the past. You know? And that's what frustrates me about them. They're not original. They are just copies. They're carbon copies of animated films that have worked before. And that's just sad to me. You know? That's why the... Why do you think the Emoji Movie was bad? Because it was... It wasn't original. It... It was based on a concept that make... That is... That, that can't be made into a movie. And also, keep in mind... The whole reason why that movie was made... Was because the director wanted to make his version of Toy Story. Food Fight was the exact same freaking way. Food Fight was another animated film that was made because somebody wanted to make their version of Toy Story. You know? That is just not how the industry should work as a whole. If you are going to create something, create something that yeah, you can take inspiration like like maybe maybe you want to use the same tone as like Toy Story, you know? But don't go so far as to copy the story, you know? Because that's what Secret Life of Pets did. The first movie was about two was about a dog who loves his owner, then a new dog comes in and then they one the old dog gets jealous and now they they're on an adventure. That's what the first Toy Story... That's basically the first Toy Story movie. You know? That basically, it is the first Toy Story movie. And there's no originality behind it. Other reason why I hate this franchise is because it is... Both movies, I have had the worst time in a movie theater. Okay? Obviously, the first one... I've told this story... You know what? Screw it. I'll tell it again. I will tell this story again because I might clip this out and put it on the YouTube channel. Screw it. I'm going to put this I'm gonna put this up on the YouTube channel. So let me tell you a story, guys. Let me tell you a quick little story about the secret life of pets sitting in that movie theater, okay? You ready? Here we go. Here we go. One, two, three. Okay? I'm sitting there in a movie theater. Um, uh, quick backstory, a little bit, a little bit personal backstory, but I'm not going to go into the details. Um... I we ha- I, I we went to the theaters uh, with our grandmother who um, uh, had a hard time walking up the stairs. Okay, um, so I went and sat with her down in the uh, handicapped seats area. Okay, I sit in front of a family. Okay, now you may think Zeke, what's so wrong about that? Nothing's wrong about it except the father of this family was majorly overweight. Now I'm not picking on overweight people, okay? I myself am overweight. You guys have you guys have probably seen me on camera. I am I am I am overweight myself. Okay? So I'm not picking on overweight people. But this dude was literally a, this is what he did, okay? Here's here's where I knew it was gonna get bad, okay? He starts breathing and he breathes like this. <sighs> oh wait, 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 no 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 sorry 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 sorry. First this is when I knew it was gonna get bad. He gets his popcorn, right? He starts eating his popcorn like this. I'm like, oh gosh, oh, oh no, oh my gosh, oh lord, please. And you're probably thinking, Zeke, it doesn't get any worse, right? Well, you're wrong, it does. Um, then he starts breathing. And look, we all breathe, but the, the way he was breathing 
actual spit was coming out of his mouth. He was like, like, and the spit kept hitting me in the back of the neck. And it was such a miserable experience. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is horrible. He's eating like, he's, he's eating like he hasn't eaten in five days, which I'm sorry, but you probably look like you've eaten for more than five days. You, you look like you've eaten five meals in one day. Um, and then he's breathing heavily to the point where his spit is hitting me. I'm, I'm basically getting a free shower is what I'm getting here. So you're probably thinking, Zeke, it doesn't get any worse than that, right? Well, you're wrong. It does. Because then he decides, I got to go to the bathroom. And so he walks right across from me. And all of a sudden, he let out this stench, this wonderful smell of how I want to say this. He he, it, it, it smelled like he had let out a big um. That's what it smelled like. And so, by the time we walked out of the theater, I... First of all, the movie ended up being pretty bad. And then, to add on top of that, the fact that I sat in front of this family uh, with the father being just... A, he kind of... That dude kind of ruined the movie for me. And... If that person's watching, if that per, I don't think this person ever listens to YouTube. I don't think this person watches YouTube. But if that person's out there, you know, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but you you pretty much ruined the theatrical experience for me. <laughs> um, so that was my experience on the first one. On the second one, okay, let's let's talk about the second film here. The Secret Life of Pets Two goes down as one of the two movies. In my entire life that I've ever actually walked out of I have never actually kind of um, I've never actually been so mad with a movie that I've gotten up and walked out but Secret Life of Pets 2 that was a movie where it was so bad that I walked out of it now one thing I did do before I left the actual theater itself is that I went in and watched like the last I believe it was the last 20 minutes of Godzilla Kingdom of Monsters. Because like um Godzilla Kingdom of Monsters was still was still playing and it was during the big final battle. Um and I was like, you know what? I want to watch this. This is way worth more of my this worth way more of my time than that piece of crap movie. Now, keep in mind, okay? Before I even went to see the movie, I was already having a pretty bad day. I was having the one of the worst days of my entire life, okay? So when, when I go see a movie after having a bad day, I want that movie to be good because then I get even more frustrated. And I went to see Secret Life of... And, and so I went with my family to go see Secret Life of Pets 2, and this movie was just... It, it just... It frustrated me. I was so angry. I was watching the entire movie just like, how... How did something like this get made? How did somebody in a in a in a 
executive office chair look at that and go, that is theatrical release worthy. I'm sorry, but that was an embarrassment to that company and to that entire franchise as a whole. That you thought that was the right film that you could put out in theaters. No, I'm sorry, but that was... So I went ahead and I was like, you know what? Screw this. I got up, I walked out, went into the next theater where Godzilla um, King of the Monsters was playing. And I went and saw the rest of that. Why? Because I would much rather sit through Godzilla, King, Godzilla uh, walking around fighting King Ghidorah than sit there and watch freaking Kevin Hart as a bunny yell and scream for 20 minutes. I, I would rather go and see that. I, I, keep in mind, I just talked about... I, I love Kevin Hart. I love Kevin Hart. The dude that, that he's Kevin Hart's my boy. But I, it, this is one of the worst mistakes he's ever made in his career doing a movie like this. <laughs> so anyway, to answer your question, that's why I hate the Secret Life of Pets franchise. <laughs> that's why I hate the franchise as a whole. Okay, guys, that will do it. For this episode of the Zeke Setso Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast feed. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've got tons of really cool stuff coming in your guys' future. So make sure you guys go and check all that stuff out. Because it's going to be exciting. I'm doing some a bunch of arm movements. You can't see it. But I'm pretty excited for you guys to check out all the cool content we got going on right here at Zeke Said So. Make sure you guys go check out the brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. And thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.